This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Spartans are sweet again. Congratulations on, on advancing. I'm not sure seats matter like they used to, Rich. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Eric Musselman has his shirt off. My wife, you know, she let me know that that, that was not a good thing not to do it again. Earlier on the show, Bengals tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Still to come. Princeton head coach Mitch Henderson. Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield. Bears wide receiver DJ Moore. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Fun show in progress. If you missed the first hour with Orlando Brown Jr. talking about uh, moving from the Super Bowl champs in Kansas City to the Cincinnati Bengals now and chopping it up with us in a highly entertaining conversation. Don't worry, we re-air right here on the Roku channel as soon as we're done, and we've got two more hours to go. As you heard, DJ Moore of the Chicago Bears is going to be joining us in hour number three. Baker Mayfield, former teammate of Orlando Brown Jr., will tell the story uh, when they were at Oklahoma together that, uh, I guess, did he say his car had gotten repossessed? Pretty, yeah. pretty much. Is that what he basically said? And to get his car note paid off, he knew he would. It, it, they'd only require half of the note to be paid off if Baker Mayfield just showed up <laughs> to ask for it because he's so popular on campus and he did it. Fun story. I don't know if I'll bring it up to Baker, uh, but uh, Baker's now got a lot of other um, stuff going on in his life with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's going to be joining us on this program shortly. Uh, but we kick off our second hour uh, with the head coach, of the Princeton Tiger basketball program in the Sweet 16 uh, for the first time since uh, the mid-60s. This team uh, has definitely caught the eye of so many people and no doubt on the radar of Creighton as they take on each other in the regional semifinal in the south in the Louisville portion of this bracket that his team completely busted for a lot of people. Mitch Henderson, the head coach of Princeton basketball here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing great, Rich. Thanks for having me on. Has anyone had the temerity, and I use that line, knowing I'm that word, knowing that you would definitely, as an Ivy Leaguer, understand it. Um, does anyone have the temerity, Coach, to tell you and complain to you that you busted their brackets? Has anyone actually <laughs> yeah, done that? They have all the time. Even my own, even my own children. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we uh, really, we, um, you know, I think that you know, you go into the tournament. At least for us, nine days ago, we were fighting for our life to make the tournament. Yep. And you arrive in Sacramento, you know, we kind of, <clears throat> in one way, we would, uh, we were hopeful to go on a plane ride. On, in the Ivy League, you, you travel all the games by bus. And, um, you know, so we were, we wanted to get on the road. And then, you know, the difference between us now and, and us a week ago is now we, we have a team that has almost completely changed. And they believe they can beat anybody. And um, you can say that. I mean, I, I probably would have too. But if you watch, I think that Seed's, um, you know, the seeds are what they are, but if you watch the way the games are played, if you watched our games, you know, it's, you can see there's a very physical brand of basketball that we play. We out-rebounded both of those teams, and, um, and we score more points in the paint that, that's successful in the tournament. So I'm really proud of our guys, and we're hopeful to keep, it thing, keep this thing going. So you didn't really bust from South Jersey to Sacramento, California, right? You didn't do that. No, no, we flew. It was so a great flight. No. Okay, great. good. I just want to make sure that we're all cool on that front. How does this team remind you of yours that you played on, where you shocked the world on UCLA and just one mere victory uh, in the tournament uh, back in your day, Coach? The similarities are um, that we both kind of got to the tournament 
you know, we had to earn a spot and it was tough to get there. Um, and so you were fighting for your life for, throughout all of January and February to, to make it. Um, the, the difference is, though, that's about it. I mean, this is a really physical team, not that we weren't. I certainly wouldn't want to say to myself and my teammates weren't physical and tough, but now we're, we're not. We didn't get any backdoor cuts on the weekend. We beat <laughs> UCLA on a backdoor cut. Yes. Um, we out-rebounded. Like, as I mentioned, we've got a really physical team, and that's been uh, by design, Rich. I mean, I really sort of aimed when I got here. Like, I wanted to, you know, there's a lot of honoring of Coach Carrillo and the way we play, but spacing, physical play, um, playing smart and together, but, but tough-nosed defense is what got us where we are. And so I, I would say that, um, you know, we're built differently with the personnel, and um, I think that's, uh, that's a good thing. Do you ever hear Coach Carrillo's voice in your head? Uh, constantly, constantly. I'm, I'm actually walking around Jadwin right now, the gym, and Coach would say he didn't use a whistle. He would say "Yo," that was how he addressed. <laughs> well, he's from Pennsylvania. He said he's from Philly, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's from he's from uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the, the Lehigh Valley, sure. uh, the Allentown area. Oh, okay, and, um, I hear his I hear his voice all the time, and whenever everybody gets around, it's. Each other, the former players, sort of who can do the best Coach Carroll impression. Mm. Uh, and he was um, equal parts cutting and um, a great sense of humor. He could be really tough on you. We were out in Sacramento where Coach spent his, um, the years after he left us. He mm. was with Jeff Petrie in Sacramento when they had those really That's good right. Sacramento teams in the 2000s. And they were like, he was great. You should have seen him. He was, you know, he, Coach Carroll, he'd come over to my house and swim in the pool. And I'd, I'd say, like, who, now who are you talking about here? Who's what, what guy is this? You know, he was a really tough guy to play for. But um, I hear, you know, I got back. And one of the cool things, Rich, was he got, I got to spend the last 10 or 12 years with him. And he was always just, I had to ask him what he saw. And he would tell me, but he was always very respectful. And he would always say, hey, be yourself. Uh, I, I'd love this man. I mean, that you played for him, and now you're you're the coach of this program, taking him into the Sweet 16 with legit chances. There's there's no question in my mind, legit chances. Just watching the way that you play, it is a physical brand of basketball. That's what you definitely need to get into some of these Donny Brooks to to survive and advance. Do you th- do you think that 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 you're looked at or Ivy League smart kids? They can't beat us. Like that le- is a legit thought in the minds of your opponents coach yeah i i think um it probably is but their coaches are telling them they don't buy into that <laughs> yeah, right. i think we're probably beyond that now we've we've done enough and there's so much at stake there's only 16 teams left creighton's a heck of a ball team you know they're, they're really good they're a heck of a team and so like i think at this point i, I don't think you sneak up in um on anyone but you, if you play with savvy and, and um, which no one's given, really given us a chance, and I think you have to build on that a bit. Now, you know, not that nobody believes in us, but right. um, what got us what got us here was physical, you know, toughness, and they're both mental and physical. And um, yeah, I think you have to ride that and be who you are. And so, if somebody wants to under, underestimate us, that that's great. But I, I doubt that'll happen. Coach McDermott's a great coach. What does happen, as you know is um, the crowd gets involved in its neutral site. And uh, and we have a great alumni base. It's a really fun and great place to go to school, and people mm-hmm. love Princeton. Uh, sometimes too much. They'll tell you, you know, all the time that they went there. But it's, it is, man, we, we had such support in Sacramento, and I think that matters too. So uh, how, how do you – who have you heard from, from the Princeton uh, alumni base? 
You, you're yeah, dropping I mean, in here. What do you got the, for me? The people that normally, the people that you know, don't hear from a bunch, but Senator Bradley, um, mm-hmm. which is you know, he's he's a. I mean, we have his number retired here, number forty-two across all the all the different sports. Um, that that was fun. I, I've become close with Steve Kerr, whose father went to Princeton, um, and Steve obviously went to Arizona. That was fun. Yeah, wait, hold on a second. I got to stop you there. Did you hear from? Yeah. Him? Did you hear from him after you bounced Arizona? Though, did yeah, he? He wrote. He wrote me a note saying, like, you know, something like, you know, you know, darn it, Mitch. Like and then uh, I, you know, I look up to him so much and uh, become friends. And um, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. And you know, look, I, I, the Golden State's in the middle of a lot of important things, but yes. everybody's watching. Yeah. Everybody pays attention to these things, and, and the last two days has just been insane for our guys. We, we, you know, they've become celebrities here in our town. Um, and Princeton, you know, Rich is like, you know, it's like a town that goes back to the founding of the country. Like it's like a yeah. very, you know, cool place to live. But you know, this is really fun for us. I love it, Mitch Henderson, head coach of Princeton basketball. Just want to linger on your history, if if we don't mind, a little bit here. Um, were you a draftee of the New York Yankees once upon a time? Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah so I got a, I got drafted in the twenty, maybe fourth round by the Yankees. Out of high school, I had, um, I had, I had already decided to come play for Coach Carrill, and I had been admitted to Princeton. I remember distinctly, I June yeah, maybe fourth, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I got a call from the Yankees. Hey, we just acquired you. What are your plans? And uh, you know my. I'm excited, you know, and I said, uh, well, I've been admitted to Princeton, and the guy goes, go to Princeton, click, and hung up. <laughs> Are you serious? That's what yeah, no, it's exactly, exactly what he said. It was great. It was great. So it took all the, any decision I may have made out of my hands. Do we know, do you remember who it was? Was it, was it? It was that guy that literally, I mean, I can't tell you, but he was like, uh, you know, straight out of, you know, central casting for a baseball scout voice. Could it, Whatever it, that, you know, I don't even know. You know, uh, you know, he's probably got a big chewing gum in his mouth. He's like, yeah, we, you know, Mitch, uh, what, are you, what are your plans? You know, and, and uh, yeah. So you're saying I've been admitted to Princeton to go to Princeton. So was it Costanza? I mean, I'm trying to figure it out in the 90s. Could have been George Costanza? I know, I know. I, know. I, love, I love the Seinfeld so much. I, 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 uh, no, it wasn't. But I, I, um, I did play baseball here for a year. Okay. And uh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. So yes. my... I, I had 10 turnovers in a game my freshman year, which is a, just ridiculous. I'm embarrassed yeah. to say it. Okay. And Coach Carrill, the next day, when he's talking to the team, he sits me down and he's talk, he, we called it going down the line. So he would talk about you in front of all of your teammates yes. all the time. Yeah. And it would, it would sort of give you an indication. It was always truthful. It always hurt. But it was also, he did it to everybody fairly and equally. So you always knew where you stood. You also knew where your teammates stood in his eyes. And he said, you know what, Mitch, I'm going to come to one of your games in the spring, and I'm going to sit out in, uh, behind the duck. I'm going to sit out behind home plate, all behind the uh, fence there, and I'm going to bring my mitt, and I'm going to catch all the balls that you throw over the catcher's head because you're going to be all the, you know. <laughs> he started to launch into me. Oh, man. But he was he was funny and ruthless. Well, I mean, if that scout had not done you that favor, you you, you could have been a teammates with Jeter and been played for Tory. Wow. I mean, those are some year, serious years you'd gone through the system you know i I definitely found my place here of course um, what's never what's never lost on me is you know sometimes you get to be the great beneficiary of of a coach and you know he he my parents entrusted me with him and this place and it changed my life 
and um, he was really hard to play for. But it, it, um, I'm trying to do this to my own version of the same thing here, which is, you know, get these guys to be the best versions of themselves. And, you know, it's, it's in the middle of February. We were fighting. Like I told you, we had a tough loss at Dartmouth. I mean, we were, we were hurting. And um, the, it's really fun when something like this comes together. Man, it just feels like I, again. I don't mean to, 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 uh, I, I, in any way, shape, or form, peg it, but it just feels like Hoosiers, you know. And and I understand yeah. you got more than just four on the floor, and I understand you're doing more than just the picket fence. But I mean, you're 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 going against Creighton, and then to survive and advance here, you you could have Alabama on the other side. And I, I'm wondering, do you do you do you think about that now? I mean, I, I'm sure you got assistance cut and tape just in case here but uh it this is this is real man like that's princeton yeah. versus alabama my goodness i mean that would be something for the ages coach to be very honest i i um you know, we, we in the ivy league we play uh, back-to-backs that's yeah. how we play we don't miss class we go to school we, we uh play on fridays and saturdays so you're always preparing for two games on a weekend and if we were fortunate to win on Friday, we, we do play Sunday. We'd be ready for, for the two teams on the other end. But, I, you know, I think winning one game at a time, being yourself and what we are right now, I have full confidence we can be successful. We are playing our best. And I think our best is pretty darn good. And, um, I, and again, I, I, you've seen enough games. Yes. I, I, I like us, I like us uh, because of, I think it's the things that I've seen over the years in the tournament that make you successful. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, no, no turnovers, uh, empty yeah. trips, empty trips end on the spot. You don't give an extra shot. You're not giving up the offensive rebounds. I mean, you're and, and then when don't when take you, bad shots. Right. And then and then when the other team starts to miss and you, you know, clean up their mess right away and then convert it to points, uh, the pressure builds. You see it on the other. You see it on the other yeah. side and you feel it in the arena. And um, and you do have that sort of benefit. That 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 that, you, that that other teams begin to sweat. You can make them sweat, and uh, I I, I'm loving watching. Appreciate it. this. I appreciate that. And what you might enjoy, and I'm, I'm sure. I know my time with you is limited. So no, I go for to it. Tell you this too, go like you know. So like one of the things that also factors in that you know most people wouldn't know, but um, and look like we like I know that Creighton's really good, and we could lose too. You know, but sure. If you think if you think of the, what what gets you to a certain place. We don't have transfers. We're not dealing in the portal. We have a slightly we have a different model. And what makes us unique is the fact that the guys are all pretty, um, they're really close. Of course, most, te- most good teams are, but they celebrate the things that they're learning from one another. So we have a guy that speaks Chinese, one guy that can tell you any flag in the world if he sees it, he can tell you what, that, what, what country it is. Um, you know, our best players from Newcastle, England, and our guys have learned a lot from him. He used to be in the Newcastle Football Club okay. when he was young. He got started with basketball late. So I think that they celebrate the things and each other that are different. And we're in school today. We're, guys are in class. We, we leave tomorrow. Um, we have senior thesis they have to write. Um, they're, they're at a school where they are, um, they're just like everybody else in a way. And it, that's, I think there's some humility and some funness in that, and, and you kind of feel like you're in it together with others. And I'm not sure if that makes sense, but to me it does in terms of playing better. Yeah, sure. But what you're saying is they have a name, and their image and likeness is what they see in the mirror. That's basically it. That's the, yeah, that's the yeah, NIL. Exactly. That's, oh my God. 
<laughs> it's amazing, man. It is amazing. And this has been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed chopping this up with you, uh, Mitch. Me too. I've been a big fan of yours, so thanks for having me on. Oh, a pleasure. A pleasure. And, uh, you know, uh, you did bust a few brackets around here, but uh, to hell with them. You know what I mean? It's, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And so congrats on, on making it to the Sweet 16. And uh, I do hope we get to speak again very soon. Thanks for the time here. I'd enjoy that. Right okay. back at you. That's, Thanks a lot. You got it. That's Mitch Henderson, head coach of Princeton basketball, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Fun chat there. Yeah. Some great stories we're hearing today. Awesome. Why we do this? <laughs> I know. How do you not? By the way, I think he likes his chances. And I think he knows what wins basketball games, and he's seeing it from his guys. And could you imagine Princeton versus Alabama for the right to get to the Final Four? I know that Creighton and San Diego State are more than just the uh, speed bumps here. That they, it could be Creighton versus San Diego State just as easy. But Princeton versus Alabama. Mm. In. Wouldn't you be in for that? Yeah, totally. On Sunday? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm wondering if they'd make that the final game of the day. With the Alabama fan base and Ivy League versus the SEC for the right to go to the final four in Houston. Wow. That's what's so great about this tournament too, man. I, I, when I said Hoosiers, it, it does. they're in class today. They've got to go do their senior thesis. This is amazing. So much fun. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When we come back, the man known as Bake. <laughs> he's got what he's, well, he's got he's got a golden doodle Irish setter in a dream. <laughs> That's Baker Mayfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers joining us next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs 
costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, live radio. Uh, network along with our Rich Eisen show live stream on the Roku channel. Thrilled that we're here for you. Some great conversations that we've had so far from the Rich Eisen show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or, or just stop by. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll take your call before the end of this hour. But right now, I want to hop on the phone line and welcome it. It's been a long time. And he's been through a lot. He's been thrilled. Last time we spoke to him, he was a mere uh, Brown back in the day. <laughs> Several teams. Ago. And now he is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a, with a real shot to start this season and, uh, and get back on, on being the, the, the great Baker Mayfield who's back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Baker? I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you, Rich. Good to hear from good to Good to be heard from. It's been too long. It has been too long. Uh, last time we spoke, I don't believe you had a golden doodle Irish setter that I heard all about no, today. No, we 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 did not. So that uh, that anniversary is actually a, a year tomorrow when we we drove up and adopted him. So he's uh, pretty much running our lives, and uh, yeah, not much else I can say besides that. What's his name? What's the what's the, the what's the dog's name? Fergus. Um, you know what? We, he was uh, he was named when we adopted him, so there's no rhyme or reason. Okay. I don't know if it was short for Ferguson or or what it is, but. He uh, he acts like a Fergus. But you adopted, man. You adopted. You didn't shop. You 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 rescued this dog, huh, Baker? It, yes. Yeah. You know what? Rescued him from a small house fire. No, I actually didn't do that. Um, no, we we uh, drove up and just got him from a, a rescue you, place in, in Dallas. So fantastic. It's a, it's a great thing to do. Fantastic. Uh, and uh, so wait for it. Here I'm going to make this turn. I hope you don't mind. So uh, n- not not the only person on this phone who knows about being rescued from the dog pound is what you're saying. Baker, did you like that one? Is that a good one? Is that a good one? Oh, Rich, you always got something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yo. <laughs> I mean, you must be jacked about this opportunity, Baker. This, You I must am. be totally jacked about this. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, organizationally, I mean, they've had success for a long time. Obviously, in recent years, they've uh, had a great guy running the show. So it's, uh, I'm excited. You know, there's still a ton of the key pieces that, that won a Super Bowl yeah. here. Um, and I respect Coach Bowles a lot. I'm excited for what this offense can become under Coach Canales and see where, see where it's headed, uh, just to utilize these weapons and see where it can go. So how did this all materialize? Was this something that uh, happened only recently, or you were kind of two camps circling each other for for a few weeks what do you got for me on that front baker yeah i, I think um i think all the reports came out that you know it was an interest uh definitely from from both sides um but it just had to it had to become a reality and to be realistic for both sides and um yeah and just definitely a place i wanted to go it's a stable organization from top down they're all about winning and that's what i wanted and um ultimately it, it became the, the best decision for for us as a family moving forward and so are are you in a competition or or what what how has this been described to you 
yeah, Baker. It's a competition. So Kyle Trask and I will be competing for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? The, the one thing that I've learned over the past few years is, uh, you know what? Everybody's got a role. Everybody's got to be able to handle it and, and move forward towards the same goal of winning. And whatever that role is, um, I mean, we're going to compete. There's no doubt about that. But whatever role that we both end up having, uh, having after this, it's going to be uh, all geared towards winning. Do you know Mike Evans? Have you crossed paths with him in any way, shape, or form? I'm just trying to. I do. Yeah, I, okay. I know my Texas guy pretty well. Pretty um, much. You know, we're, we're not. We're not best friends, but uh, we're, we're about to become pretty close. So I'm looking forward to working with him and, and Godwin and Russell Gage and uh, all our other weapons. And the well. rest of the crew. I mean, wh- I, honestly, I, when I heard this, Baker, I'll share it with you. I mean, I thought this is a perfect spot. It is a perfect spot. It's a spot that you, you should have wanted to go to, and I, I sensed that, that this was a possibility. And, and, and the weapons that are there, the system that is there, the opportunity that is there um, is kind of rare. For, for for it to be available, right? Where you got weapons exactly. there and you got a coach that's been there and done it and, a, and an organization that's so close to having had a playoff season and it's not a it's not a, a fire sale going on. Like there's a lot of boxes that you could check here with this exactly. opportunity. You know, normally like you said, normally when it's an opportunity like this it uh it's because the, the bad things have happened, but no, it's just because <laughs> The greatest quarterback of all time happened to retire. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of those opportunities that um, it, I think I would be kind of stupid not to take it. So I think you're exactly right that it's a great fit, and so uh, I'm excited about it. Is he somebody you can you reach out to? I know you you shared uh, at least a commercial moment with with TB12 back in the day for the Super <laughs> I Bowl. Get to, I did get to hold uh, a, a lot of those rings. That's right. Um, I think he's had he's had two since then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Uh, you probably passed one of them in the know. case it, there it, in Tampa. Point, it's been a bunch. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, um, we we have some mutual friends, but no, I, I have not talked to him. So uh, we'll see. Okay. And when you mentioned, you know, the opportunity, you and your wife, your dog going there. I mean, uh, where, where do you where do you you know look at your your station in the NFL right now, Baker, and the opportunity you have in front of you, and what you'd want to make out of this? for you and your family that you've mentioned a couple times Yeah, now. I mean, it's obviously a one-year deal. Um, but to me, this is the, the start of the next chapter. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity for me to showcase what I'm capable of from a quarterback standpoint uh, and just a leader as well. You know, if if I'm able to, to play well enough here to where I get extended here, that's awesome. That means it went truly well. And if not, uh, and I'm not extended here, then you know what? I'll roll with the punches and see what the next chapter is. And that's just kind of how uh, I've learned to operate uh, throughout my whole life. And uh, we'll make the most of it no matter where we're at. I mean, you want to talk about rolling with punches. You and I have not spoken since the, the Rams Thursday night. I mean, is it true you 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 only knew like one or two plays going into that game against the Raiders? <laughs> No, I, I definitely studied happened? like I was studying for the SAT. I um, so I knew a little bit more, but I, I had only had about 10 reps total before that but, during the practice. But it's definitely the first time you had McVay in your ear. And I, I've been told it's just like he, it, it's just a chatterbox. It's just nonstop with him in your ear, right? Isn't that <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's true. But also at the same time, we had nothing to lose. It, it was uh, it was a fun opportunity and one of those memories I'll, I'll cherish forever. I bet so. I mean, do you have? I mean, what what is your recollection uh, of of that <laughs> night? You got a good story from that night that I have not heard um, intentionally. Or what do you got for me, Baker? Oh, let me see here. Night? You know what? Uh, during the two minute drive, 
we hadn't covered like the uh, clocking the ball mechanics, and everybody's got a specific cadence that they use during okay. those situations. And um, after we completed it, I completed a kind of a shallow to Ben Skoranek. He got tackled in bounds, um, got the first down, and we needed to clock the ball. And um, Brian Allen, the, our center, mm-hmm. uh, came up to me and was screaming in my face the cadence for the clocking the ball. So uh, that, that was one of those things that, like, even even in the midst of the uh, two-minute drive, uh, I'm still still learning the offense. You see, so he was basically, as you're running to go clock the ball, giving you the mechanics of how everyone needs to follow what yep. he's screaming you in your face, and you're realizing in – in the real time moment, he's giving you vital information. Is yep, that exactly? That's, that's one of those things that if you, if you don't have it, then you get a ten second runoff, and the game could be over. Right. At that point, so. Oh my god, that was yeah. unbelievable. That's truly one of the most amazing circumstances I've ever seen unfold, and obviously of, of someone of your stature, and and, so, and and for a nationally televised audience to have a front row seat. Yeah, that, I mean it's it's one of those things. It, it, it's unbelievable, and uh, thankful for my my short stint there, and uh, sure. yeah, all those guys that got to enjoy it with. Do you ever sit around Baker and think about you know your journey from hearing your name first called on that night in Dallas, Texas, to to the present day? Do you ever sit around and you know wonder uh, about why things happen or what can happen from from here? Do you ever sit around and take that sort of um, stock, Baker, or no? I think I used to, um, but uh, now everything happens for a reason. Um, trusting in God's plan that I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be, and I'm going to make the most of it, um, and, I, and I have to trust that. And I think the last year has, has definitely taught me that, um, to, to really go with that flow and, and try and help as many people out along the way as I can. And so, yeah, if I was to think about what could have been, um, I'd be harping on the wrong things instead of realizing what I have now and, and trying to make the most of it. Not a boy. Well, look, man, it was great to run into you at the Super Bowl and uh, and to have you here in your new spot. Again, I think you landed in a great, great, great spot, man. Truly. I appreciate that. You got it. You got it. And, and does that mean that you're not going to be a stranger here? Like, do I get you calling in regular? Yeah. I mean, not not like McAfee, that. like I need you every Tuesday. But, you know, like, what do you think? Can I get you some, some form yeah. of... We, we won't have a weekly appointment, but I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> like what the owner said, like acknowledge me when we run into each other or just like come, you know, come back on. Like, what do you think? Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, for not, sure. I'm not convinced. Five monthly. No, no, I don't feel like I'm even getting a commitment, guys. You know I, mean, I like you, Rich. <laughs> that's all I was looking for, Baker. Damn it. But I appreciate that's the aforementioned. Awesome. All right, say hi to Fergus. Give him a script. That wasn't the dog on the podcast, right? The belly up dog on the podcast from last summer that was someone else's dog? Uh, no, that was somebody else's. Yep. Okay. Because you got to give those dogs dog, a belly. Yeah. I mean, you're a dog person. You, know, you got to give that belly a scratch, man. I'm talking about the dog, <laughs> Fergus. That dog? Okay, very good. Thanks for the call, Baker Mayfield. You're the man. You be, you be well. That is the new quarterback in Tampa, Florida. That's Baker Mayfield here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, there goes Baker. I think he's going to play well, man. The division's open. Let's be honest. Wide open. Atlanta Atlanta is, as we all know, not in on Lamar. We don't think they are. Who knows? We don't think they're, they're, they're the, one of the reported. teams. Right. And, and so it's Desmond Ritter's first full season there yep. as they go about their business there. Carolina's going to have a first-year starter as well. Yep. Um, and New Orleans has got... Derek Carr coming in. 
And that alone will place them in many people's minds at the top of the list because of Derek Carr's history with the Raiders and his lengthy starting career. And then there's Baker, who's going to stroll in and start swinging it around to Mike Evans and Godwin. Let's go. I think. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think the Bucks have an opportunity for sure. Yeah. The, the, the division is wide open, totally wide open. The same thing with the NFC North. Yeah, those two are going to be, yeah. I think, the most fun and unpredictable as we head into the season. Mark in Cleveland, Ohio, has been hanging on for a while. I think it's the perfect time to bring Mark in. What's up? Hey, Rich, how you doing? Thanks for hanging on as long as you did. Little little yeah. stroll down memory lane with, uh, with Baker right there for you in Cleveland? Mark? Yes, sir. I'm actually from um, Detroit originally, so I wanted to say um, go blue first. Oh boy. There's lots of us there. I know. I'm in a safe space when I'm listening to your show, so yeah. I appreciate it. It's all good. It's all good. Way to go. You're, um, you sound smart to question, me, Mark. You sound smart to me. My, uh, my question is, for based off Detroit Lions, I've been a lifelong fan, and I was just curious what you thought of their offseason with their free agency signings of C.J. Gardner-Johnson, yeah. Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, David Montgomery, and Graham Glasgow. If uh, if the Jets finally get Aaron Rodgers, um, do you think the Lions can make some noise? <laughs> the the Jets will eventually get Aaron Rodgers. Hey, uh, you know, the bandwagon is starting to fill, right? The Honolulu, the Honolulu Blue bandwagon. Oh, Say yeah. that 10 times Big fast. Time. Big time. Lions why not? favored to win the division. Why not? They played the best football in that division last six weeks of 2022. Then I don't think I, I'm telling any tales out of school that the Vikings, the Vikings, you could say, and thanks for the call, Mark. I appreciate it. Not to have you hang on and listen to me prattle on here, but look it up. You got the Google there in front of you. The Vikings record after the Munich game. And the reason why I say the Munich game, they weren't in it, but I was in Germany and that's where after calling Bucks versus Seahawks, we watched all of the games in the in a uh, makeshift viewing room in a conference room in our hotel in, in downtown Munich. What week was that? Um, it was, and the reason why I bring it up is that's where I saw the remarkable Justin Jefferson one-handed grab against Buffalo. Oh, that okay. game. Yeah, so that was Week Ten. After week ten, what did Minnesota finish? Like three and three, four and four and three, or something like that? Uh, no, no, five no. and three, five and three. What did Detroit finish in their last eight? Let's see. Detroit. They might have been five and three too. Detroit in their last eight, uh, six. Well, now they won three. They were eight and two in their last ten. In their last ten. What about their last eight? Were, I'm just trying to figure this out. Six and two. They were two and six. Brother, they played the best football in that division to wrap things up. As we all know, the, one, they were one and six. As we all know, the 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 Bears didn't win after starting two and one. That's why they're they were drafting first overall. Yeah, the Lions were one and six, and they have made some moves. Boy, do I like them. C.J. Gardner Johnson, you bring him in. David Montgomery is going to have to come up with enough touchdowns to. Supplant Jamal Williams is 17. 
But a again, lot of those were like on the two-yard line. I mean, I mean again, David Montgomery it, could score from there, too. If you subscribe to the anybody can score inside the five, then Montgomery will put up very similar numbers to what Jamal Williams did. I like him. I think you're not. Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? Should I do it now? You're not going to. Should I do it now? Uh, they're the betting favorite, so it's not a limb that you're going out on. But the Detroit Lions are currently the betting favorites to win the NFC North. Correct. Wow. Different times. <laughs> the bandwagon's full. It's full. Yeah. But for good reason, I think. I think so. I mean, look, we all laughed at Dan Campbell a couple of years ago, the well, kneecaps I mean, thing and all that. But, I mean, they've really put something together. They play for him. They play hard. And it, let's be honest, Jared Goff, a little, little renaissance here for him. They also have two first-round draft choices. Two. And, 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 they, they, and, and their version. And their, Williams. Their one is yeah. less than oh, yeah. is, is the worst of the two, the one that they bring to the, to the table. And they essentially – Get a first-round wide receiver because he barely played barely last played, year. Yeah. But, oh but in gosh. no way is this line's bandwagon filled. You don't think so? There's, I think, I think it's, there's got to be more room. They, I mean, it's it's not, not, no one's been on the lines for long so enough then, to say that the wagon is full. So then let me let me hop on an empty seat. Yeah, there's got trust I'm me. In. There's seats on that bandwagon. I'm in. Good, fine. I'll take a seat. I'll take a seat now. Do it. Division? Calling it? I'm calling it. Say the words. Home playoff game. Detroit Lions. For the 2023 season. Done. Let's go. Now then. <laughs> it was right around this time We've I said the before. same thing about the Raiders <laughs> last year. Before. Which is. We talking playoffs To date. What? To date. Worst football take I've had in the eight plus year history of the program. I mean. That's playing the result. It is playing the result. Because the result's terrible. But at the time there was a lot of momentum similar. Well to especially the- since I hopped off of. The wagon that somebody <laughs> had been riding six consecutive years and then took to the Super Bowl podium. It had been a winning wagon, and you were like, yeah, let me just try Not just else. a winning wagon. I yeah. mean, the wagon has got a lot of banners hanging from it. That wagon's full. Okay, so I, I, yeah. I was one of the many who downgraded yeah. the team that had the eventual MVP and eventual Super Bowl run. Yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, you thought the... So, Detroit Lions, was- grain of salt. There's a huge grain of salt. There's a silo of salt from this whole thing. But I will say this. I'm I'm in. Because you know at sixth overall, they're going to get a tremendous football player. Yep. Tremendous football player. And then after that, they're going to sit back at 18 and get another really good football player who could be just as tremendous as the, the guy they chose sixth overall. Or they trade back. Could you imagine if somehow, someway, Anthony Richardson's still available at six? I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I, um, I, but it could. I don't know that this was that somehow, someway, the Colts and the Seahawks don't take Anthony Richardson, and he's sitting there. And it's possible that that happens. That they, you know, love the player that's on the draft board. And they're not going to pass up on that for a quarterback that they so. May not, they don't need. But if they're win now, they're you know I mean he doesn't really help you this year with Goff playing as well. That's as what I'm saying. No, I'm saying they don't choose Anthony Richardson. Someone trades up with them. Yeah, man. Yeah. And they start collecting picks. Suddenly they're in a weird spot, an unfamiliar spot. In. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not lone wolf. By the way, you're drunk on the drops. He's drunk. On, he's drunk. He's drop drunk. That's a good team name. Hey, listen. I'm not lone wolfing. I'm, but I, I want to get in on this before the, the by the summer. About the summer. It's oh, they're going to be asking me to, to get off the bandwagon so I could for, for you know a, le- a later bandwagon just to sell the seats on this oversold bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secondary market by bandwagon. The, by by the summer? Yeah. Secondary market bandwagon? Is that a, is that a fantasy team name? Maybe. Drunk on drops? <laughs> Drunk on drops. <laughs> I like the drops. Hey, <clears throat> give Jay Felly credit. He's paying attention. Hey. True. 844-204-RICH. <laughs> number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, when we come back, uh, I'll tell you before DJ Moore joins us why I wasn't watching the World Baseball Classic last okay. night. Okay. I'm excited to hear this. Was that a uh, movie premiere? Oh. No, oh. not a premiere. Oh. Uh, is that a movie screening? Oh. I watched a movie. That's coming up next. I'll tell you which one. It's was pretty it a cool. bear with cocaine? Definitely not. Oh. Definitely not anymore. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) You just missed on our Roku channel only segment. I baited Chris Brockman into saying something totally insane. Actually, that's not that hard to believe. Oh, because no, 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 that might not be on the highlight reel because we're focused on the Malcolm Butler interception. We're focused on the, you know, uh, James White touchdown that won it in overtime, right? Yep. Well, that'll been catch or oh, yeah, the, the Boston knee party or all of that, all those games. <laughs> why but Hightower's defensive play set up all of them. Sure did. And then you said he's going to get in the Patriot Hall of Fame where you get a red jacket for Without it. Without question. And I, you said there's going to be a lot of red jackets coming out in the jackets. next few Edelman, years. Edelman, McCourty, Brady. And I mentioned Seuss. Bailey Zappi's red jacket night's going to be awesome. Nice. You told me you then hated me. Yep. <laughs> that was cool. Knee jerk. And then <laughs> you said, when's that going to happen? I said, week six of this year, to which you now say Mac Jones is making the Pro Bowl this year. Guaranteed. Okay. Now, in... 
in order for me to bite on this, and this has to be the way you're saying it, the three guys who get the first shot at it. Not, not like, I, oh, not no. no. It's not like he makes it because, oh, Joe Burrow's got a hangnail and he didn't win the, he didn't win the AFC Championship game. Or, oh, Josh Allen suddenly is all wobbly. Well, somebody's going to the Super Bowl you know, and like that quarterback he, will make the Pro Bowl. It's not the Tyler Huntley of this equation. Uh, top five. Is he backtracking now? Is no. that what's happened? No. Absolutely not. Mac Jones, I know you're excited Bill O'Brien's coming back and you think that that's going to be the end of that. I'm because I have no choice. Okay? Yes, you do. You have choices. Of I saying don't have choices. Of being a fan without saying the most outrageous things like that. Juju's coming. Gasecki's coming. D-Hop, maybe. I don't know. Well, that's we part D-Hop of your news going. coming up next hour is that there's but. apparently a, a hot market and just because Belichick was caught on a hot mic before the Patriots got the break of Kyler Murray blowing his knee out against him last Thursday oh, night. Oh, they would have won that anyway. Oh, okay, got it. So, at any rate, long story short is Belichick goes up to DeAndre Hopkins and says, I think you're awesome. Thank goodness we only play you once every four years. That that means he's going to suddenly pay DeAndre Hopkins to bring Mac Jones to the Pro Bowl that you're saying he's going to get. Mac Jones, Pro Bowl. Understood. Fantastic. Book it. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> Write it down. Guess where uh, Susie and I went last night? We went to the screening of the new film Air. Hey. Oh, nice. The Ben Affleck directed, and he also plays his he plays Phil Knight right. in the film, and Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro in the film, all about Nike signing Michael Jordan back in the day. Cool. And um, From Dark Knight to Phil Knight. Very, uh, look at you. Look at you doing that sort of thing. <laughs> um, a there's a face. few other films in between for, for Ben Affleck. Yeah, sure. You know, like an Oscar-winning directing uh, yeah. performance for Argo. That was Batman. Um, so, I got to tell you, this movie is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah? Okay. It, went, it felt like it was five minutes long. I wanted it to go another five hours. An absolute pop culture delight. You know, the opening scenes do remind me a little of winning time. It's right around the same time. You yeah, know, mid 80s. Yep. Yep. And they go straight down to pop culture wormhole to start. And and it's great to see Matt Damon and Ben Affleck on the same screen again. And they're terrific. Jason Bateman's great in it. Viola Davis is Jordan's mom. Spectacular. And it's so much fun to watch. And it's one of those two where you're you're on the edge of your seat and you know, spoiler alert, Jordan signs with Nike. And you guys will love it too because you guys are shoe nuts. Yeah, I can't wait. No, is this a theatrical release or is this This is a theatrical release. Okay. Yeah. I think the uh it, it, it comes out the Tuesday after the day after the national the, the week the week of the national championship okay. game. I saw an interview with Affleck where he said that Michael Jordan's only request in the movie for the movie was that Viola Davis play his mother. Well, they checked that box, sir. (laughs) Yeah. And she is phenomenal in it. Phenomenal. It's so much fun. Who does Chris Tucker play in the movie? He he plays one of the Nike executives in the film. He's terrific in it. Uh, Chris Messina, who plays David Falk. Uh, is terrific as well. Honestly, there's not a weak link in it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the it. The music is all from the era. It's really well done. 
you know, and then and they utilize at one point of the film, not to have any spoiler alert, they utilize uh, the uh, music that they, uh, the Bulls always introduced Michael oh, Jordan to nice. at, at the right time. They use that perfectly at the right time. And I also did not know, because I'm not a, you know, a shoe nut like you guys are, didn't know that the NBA required the shoe to be mostly white back Did in the you day never see his interview with david letterman about that no oh rich you got to go to youtube and watch jordan you mean jordan and letterman and letterman makes a all-time joke about what you just said about okay. the shoot i will me. do that <laughs> i will do that because i'm 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 fascinated about the subject now that's another great part about the movies not only sticks with you the next day but you want to learn more about rich it Rich is going to come in tomorrow wearing some ones oh man we can only hope bro <laughs> now i know what you mean by that joke <laughs> Now I know what you mean. That's my number one. I think I have 20 pairs of ones. Well, it's pretty cool. It's really, really. Yeah, I can't wait. Superbly well done. I I have more questions, but now I don't even even want to know. I'm just going to wait. You just wait. You've seen, I'm sure, the trailer of it. You're like, well, that does look good. Well, the the movie is just, just as good as the trailer. Very, very well done. Nice. Two enthusiastic thumbs up. Rich Hebert. <laughs> DJ Moore of the Bears joining us shortly, speaking of Chicago. Yeah, popcorn situation? Or... No, it was a screening and then a Q&A afterwards. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Who was there for the for the A part of it? Um, Jason Bateman. Oh. And um, Chris Messina, again, who plays uh, David Falk. Oh, and uh, Mar- and, and uh, Marlon Wayans, who plays... Um, George Raveling. George Raveling, yes, plays George Raveling. Sweet. I saw Jay Moore is also in it. Jay Moore is in it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jay Moore is in it. Good to see him back in a sports movie. Yeah. Sweet. Really well done. The Converse executives, the Adidas executives, the Nike executives. Ben Affleck deciding how he'll play Phil Knight himself. It's fun. There's some funny lines in it. And Matt Damon's just. I mean, it's, he's so likable. It's and he's just like so. Damon, it, man. Yeah. Ben, Matt Damon is Sonny Vaccaro. It's just great. And and I don't know if Damon went back for the chicken palms, but he does have the gut. Oh, I wonder if it's prosthetic. Or <laughs> no, I'm sure. For knowing him, he has the chicken palms, and then he just works it. Right, and then he gets back into born shape. Right. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have it. Some do not. Eh, we are a bunch of do nots. Uh, yeah, don't include true. me. Don't include me in that. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> you can include me. All right, you can include. <laughs> now I want chicken palm. Chicken palm. Chicken palm. Remember that when he was telling that story here? I know, and then he just kind of like he was telling that story about getting, that how he had to get in shape for being born, and he had to stop eating chicken palm. And I said, "It sounds just like you said chicken palm," and he denied it, but he said it that way. 